Welcome to the Waiting Warriors podcast. I'm Michelle Bowler. I'm an army wife of over eight years, a mom of four little girls, and a huge believer that being a supportive military or first responder loved one is way easier when you connect with a community. In addition to sharing some of my own insights and journey, I have set out to interview Waiting Warriors around the world so we can all learn together from their triumphs and their struggles. Together, we can do so much more than just survive. We can thrive. And that is what being a waiting warrior is all about. Hey, waiting warriors. Welcome to another week on the podcast. We have our favorite guest, Austin. Thanks. And if you're watching on YouTube, this is the first time you've seen his face. Well, unless you follow the Instagram That's feed. true. He, he <laughs> sometimes... Well, like pictures, but sometimes he'll poke in on stories. It's fun. It's true. But we wanted to do um, what I think is a fun episode, 20 Lessons Learned in 2020. And we learned a lot of things together. We learned a lot of things individually. As hopefully everyone did in life. Yeah. But yeah. yes. Hopefully. So if we look like we're rudely looking at our phones, we're not like texting or anything. No. We're just... We're, we're looking at our notes. Yeah. yeah. Because we actually wrote 10 each to make up our list of 20, mm -hmm. but did not tell each other what 10 we wrote down. Ooh. So we thought that'd be kind of... Yeah. <laughs> so we thought that'd be kind of fun um, to both somewhat surprise each other, but then also... Um, Make it, I, I would hope, a good, lively conversation and not just yeah. super scripted. Yeah. Um, so that way we can all learn. Cool beans. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll, I'll set the stage. How about that? Okay. I'll create some time. I know we just kind of set the stage, but a little bit more. Um, we're trying to avoid some of the obvious lessons of 2020, like, for example, pandemics suck. Like, <laughs> that's, yeah, we all learned that, okay. but that's not what we're writing down. There's things that are going to be like, obviously, Due to the pandemic, right. you know, we learned something. Um, but yeah, like cherish your loved ones. I mean, that's a good life lesson learned that you know you, we probably took stuff for granted and all of that. But that's I at least tried to avoid some. Of that. I can't speak for you. Um, tried to make it more uh, specific, though. Mm -hmm. That's obviously a common thread through twenty twenty. Yeah. So, or at least like the explanations go deeper than that. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, okay. we'll see. See how deep we go. Deep, deep like a puddle. Okay. Number one. Okay. I wrote to learn from life and then apply. So, little story on this one. Because of work, I mean, every installation is doing things differently, but I had to quarantine twice. Once in July and then once in November. Aside and from your initial... When, like, everybody was at home. Well, that was, like, the normal lockdown, right. HP Con, Charlie, so or two, whatever. Two but times like, where, like, you Two were times exposed. where I had to get tested. Yeah. I was either potentially exposed or sick, and they were, like, get tested, you go home and quarantine yeah. in your house. Okay. So the first time, I was sick, and it sucked. I was COVID negative, though I'm not convinced I was negative. Conspiracy. However, Michelle had already left with the children's yeah. because I was supposed to be in the field. And let's just say that those two weeks were miserable. I was sick and mentally my health started to decline. I wasn't PTing. I, I did PT once and felt horrible the next day. Um, it was just a grind and some issues really perpetuated after that, which I'll get into more in some of my other lessons. Um, but in the second quarantine in November, I had learned from the first. Now, in the second one, it was because of a potential exposure. Um, so I wasn't feeling sick, and that changed things from the beginning. Mm -hmm. But I remembered that from the first time I was stuck at home, I needed to make sure I did exercise. Even if it was, like, minimal stuff, I needed to do an exercise pattern. I needed to have my set work schedule. I had to really get after um, the routines that I had set. Yeah. And so, I mean, just trying to detach from it and take a bird's eye view. We go through life, and this is just a small example, and I know I can experience things, but then not apply the lessons I learned <laughs> from them. But this was one instance where I really feel like I did, yeah. where I, I had a really crappy quarantine, and then the second one, well, well it still kind of stunk, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, I actually came out of it pretty much the same as I went into it, whereas the first one, that wasn't the case for a few months. And I'll get I get into those details later. Do you feel like 
because you did that. Like you applied the principle of learning from and then actually applying that it like testimony is the best word that I can think of. Like gives you a testimony of actually doing that and motivates you to do that for other things. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um I I think it's I mean the natural progression of growth in life. Yeah. But this one, I think because of such an extreme example. Yeah, it was like close yeah, together. That just when life happens and then something similar repeats, we really need to apply what we learned, or I at least want to apply what I learned mm -hmm. um, in order to grow. Yeah. So that's my first one. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my first one, I didn't like intentionally list them his notes guys his notes are like really fancy looking i just but that's kind of the difference between austin and I. anyways the first one i have is um that i don't and you could put we don't like i don't control anything nothing except for my reaction to everything but like there is literally nothing that I control and like I kind of knew that before but I think at the same time I still like tried to control everything mm -hmm. I kind of try to control our kids I try to control how our marriage is I couldn't obviously like control my life and my schedule but this 2020 was like a huge huge um, <laughs> I just a big example of like, I do not control it. Mm -hmm. We do not control it. And, um, you were, t you were talking one day that you like heard on the radio, these people talking, like, we, sh we should be so medically advanced that like the pandemic shouldn't be an issue. And we should like we should have been beyond this by now or whatever and yeah, i think it was like, a news article yeah, i haven't listened yeah, to the news, radio in like a year oh half, so. news radio same thing. <laughs> um but yeah but like when he was telling me that it's like okay but we don't control like oh, no. we don't control yeah. a virus like do you know what i mean but we should but but we're <laughs> like, like, no but like, it's true I, I, and i don't there's only so much that yeah. we can control yeah and i don't you can control get, the controllables Right. As Chris Hogan says, Which is like, like that guy. But even still, like, yeah. that's basically... But even those are very small things yeah. that we have an influence over. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, like, you don't control the virus. You don't control other people. So you don't control I'll, your schedule. I'll push like, a little on this. So you don't control it, and therefore what? Or is that just a lesson, just accepting that? I think, I think it takes a lot to accept that you don't control it, okay. but you control your reaction. Yeah. So that and awareness. Like, yeah. It. And like the circumstance, because you don't control the circumstances in your life, they're neutral. And it's just what you think about them mm -hmm. and what you, what emotions you decide to attach to them yeah. is, is how you're going to feel about it and mm -hmm. how it's going to affect you. Yeah. So, number, the next one, number two, but I guess this would be three because we're back and forth. Yeah, we'll see. Um, being intentional is important. Now, that might be an obvious one. It's not something that we hear for the first time when we're in our 30s or late yeah. 20s or whatever. And we but talk like, on the waiting warriors a lot about yeah. it. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's something you grow up hearing probably. But this year, really, it really started to click for me. And the things that I started to really recognize that needed intentionality was my daddy-daughter time, our date nights, um, and really like being proactive versus reactive to anything that was thrown at the schedule. Mm -hmm. um, and then when things are thrown at the schedule, if we're already being intentional, it's a lot easier to rewrite a plan or take yeah. something off the calendar than be in a scramble, you know, hoping that I get time with my daughters or that we'll find a weekend to go on a date, you know. Yeah. So that was uh, the second one, I think, was it just became all the more eye-opening to me, where in the last three months, where I feel like I've been really intentional with our calendaring, and uh, we've had more discussion on what we were wanting to get out of the holiday mm -hmm. season, you know, even if you look at the year-long plan, yeah, um, this has gone a lot better. Yeah. So that's my next one. True. My next one's really fast. Okay. Life really sucks. <laughs> but at the same time, life is so, so good. <laughs> 
There are. <laughs> Life it's, sucks. It's true. Like, like it's just. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we're both spiritual people, so the term like it's a fallen world is very real to us. And and whatever that means to like everybody listening, but like life is hard. Yep. And it's sometimes you gotta embrace that. Yeah. yeah. But but not even I think like I wrote something like this actually yeah. in one of mine, but we'll get there. Not even like embrace it, but like just because there are hard things, like it is so so good. It's so so beautiful. Like with the opposition, I mean, because things are so hard and bad sometimes, it helps you recognize how good they are. Yeah. Other times. Yeah. 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 That is simple. Yet we lose sight of it all the time. Yeah. You know what helps me remember it though, is when I go through my pictures, like I had to, because I'm getting a new phone, because ours is really really old. <laughs> we have an we have iPhone 6s, We're which so is ancient. essentially a dinosaur tool at this point. So but it works. So yeah. Yeah. except for mine's starting to die. So we need to replace True. it. But I had like too many pictures and so the yeah. there like wasn't space on the iCloud. So I literally went through all of my pictures on my iPhone mm-hmm. and deleted the nine million screenshots of like Either the grandparents' faces, because FaceTime, you can, like, take a picture. Of the kids doing that. Yeah. So, like, or, yeah. <laughs> my parents or whatever. <laughs> or, like, uh, pictures of the kids, like, oh, their yeah. double chin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those kind of things. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, like, so many fun, awesome moments. And not even, yeah. like, the big ones, like, going to Disney World was super fun. But even just, like, the little small moments of the kids. Yeah. And, or Jen's yeah. outfit the other day. Yeah, that was awesome. That was so awesome. So, yeah. So, life is hard. Life or, life, is, no, you said life sucks. Life sucks. But life is also. So, so good. So, so good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not just so good. So Speaking good. of good, mm-hmm. that's a good segue into my next one. Uh-huh. Reading is good. Oh, really? <laughs> so... Little background on this one. I did not, I was not much of a reader um, (laughs) growing up and was even quite resistant to it in college. And grad school really forced me to read things, but you learn some reading strategies. And while you're reading, I mean, you're also just like not glancing, but glazing. I mean, I don't know, it's just speeding through stuff to to capture the messages. And there's good reading strategies um, to really pick up good content without having to go word for word. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I probably burnt out after grad school or to own it more, I probably just reverted back to my reading stupid or whatever type yeah. mentality, which is not healthy. Um, but I set a goal. So in 2020, I was speaking of intentional, like I was trying to be more intentional this year. And I said, mm-hmm. I'm going to read more. It was not a great goal. I didn't say how much I was going to read. I, say, <laughs> I was just read more than the first, then 2019, which wasn't a lot. It like, was not hard nothing. to beat that goal. Yeah. Um, you read scripture. That's I read, yeah, I read the Book of Mormon and I read like one or two other little books or something. And that was pretty much it. I mean, other than some of the scriptures throughout, but I mean, yeah. like a book, grab off this shelf back here where you yeah. can see it. The like, shelf that we have. No, didn't, wasn't touching books really. So yeah. to uh, really learn that reading is actually good was beneficial. I set some financial goals and I read mm-hmm. five books on finances in the first quarter of the year and I learned a ton, applied it. We met our goals, um, awesome. and it's it's one of those really silly things to say, but reading actually can help you. <laughs> so, um, and I'm ending the year strong. I might not have done great in the middle part, kind of fell off the uh, wagon there, but reading uh, Jocko Willink, Discipline Equals Freedom, oh, and good. it's a great book. Um, so ending strong and then getting into 2021 with a more firm reading goal to continue uh, on that one. So two books, if, if you're like, especially I think if you have goals and you're wanting to be more intentional and kind of make your life better, which every, not, I mean, not everybody's trying to do, but that's like a common thing at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of doing that. Like whenever it comes to your mind, just start today. Two books totally am loving or have loved is Ryan. What is it? Rhinoceros Success. success. Which you can only, but you can only buy through like Ramsey Solutions, like Dave Ramsey. You probably find it on Amazon. No, you can. I looked. I looked. Yeah. So he like bought the the publishing right, publishing rights. Okay. Either way, I mean, it's super cheap. It's like ten bucks. Yeah, ten bucks. Totally worth it. Totally goofy, 
totally worth it and very, very motivational. Be a rhino, not a yeah. cow. Yeah, we should start that in the Waiting <laughs> Warriors. We're all yeah. rhinos. Um, and then this discipline. Discipline equals, equals freedom. freedom. Yeah, I've only read a third of it. Yeah. But it's really good. It's very blunt. Jocko's like an ex ex marine, right? He's not still no, a marine. Navy SEAL. Navy SEAL. Yeah. Navy SEAL. And the SEALs for 20 years. Very... Um, Echelon Front. It's got yeah. a couple other books that I'll read next year. This is just the one I'm starting with. Love his yeah. podcast. Um, the Jocko podcast. But anyway, very motivational. Both yeah. of those books to just kind of get after life mm -hmm. and uh, do good things. Yeah. So. Yep. So my next one is kind of opposite of books. <laughs> it's just, not really. Binge TV. No, no, no. That's not a good lesson. Um, <laughs> I just, I, the lesson was kind of of gratitude and extreme gratitude for technology. Uh, like technology. We okay. are so, so blessed to be living right now because I like really miss my family. And my family started doing the, we're Marco on Zoom, Polo. right? Marco Polo oh, yeah. Zoom, yeah. So we started a Marco Polo, like, chain mm -hmm. thing. Is that what it's called? Chain group. or chat group, whatever. Chain emails. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a chat group. A chat group. Or whatever. So, like, I'm, I'm one of eight kids. So there's however many people, plus, like, spouses, there's however many people on this. And we can send mm -hmm. messages to each other. And we've, like... During the pandemic, we were talking about what everybody was baking, like baking challenge. Yeah, in our run or, times. Yeah, you're the guys that had run challenge. Sean still beat me. I'll get him. I'll yeah, get, get you, Sean. Yeah, yeah, if you're, you're watching or listening, I'm going to get you. You're getting there. Only by a few a seconds. Mile time. Um, Close. But just about like we were able to interact <laughs> with each other, yeah. and that was that's yeah. been really really awesome. Yeah. But even just like the pandemic did happen, and even like we're super lucky our kids are mostly at brick and mortar they've gone back and forth mm -hmm. a few times but i know there are a lot of people who are still doing no, they've only done technology yeah, since yeah. march only virtual school or only yeah. homeschool but it's like thank goodness for go noodle and art for kids hub and cosmic kids yoga and it's like yes it's screen time but they're drawing yeah, yeah yeah they're dancing um one other thing, just things like that, like, oh, even just like Disney Plus, that was the one, like, mm -hmm. God bless you, whoever made all those things, <laughs> it's from the bottom of my heart. Technology's good. Yeah, I am so, so grateful. Yeah. Yeah. My turn? Mm -hmm. Okay. So my next one is, I through lessons learned, mm -hmm. to get up early and put first things first. Um, again, not earth shattering. But, but once you start doing it, though. Yeah. My next one, we'll probably be able to expand on this a little bit more. Um, but really, once you start getting into it, it feels so good. Um, it kind of, it can suck if you're trying to break old habits or routines or if you feel like you're a night owl or whatever. Um, I'm not but even in a my, night owl. I'm just a sleeper. That's true. You like to sleep. And that's what makes it hard. Like, I don't even really like staying up late. I just like yeah, being asleep. That's true. <laughs> um, but I've, I've noticed that I've, as I've intentionally gotten up every morning at five in the morning and I read scripture first and then I go and work out, like, the rest of my day has been more, not just fulfilling, but it's it feels right. Mm -hmm. And that's, I mean, that's my first things first. I mean, everyone's might be a little different. Yeah. Um, but that's a that's one of the Stephen Covey principles in his uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People to be proactive and um, yeah I think it's putting first oh, things first. It's right here. Whoa! Whoa! This is a really really good book. <laughs> so um, just so happens to be on the desk. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, but yeah, to get up early. Um, I don't think that part's necessarily in the book. That's more of a, a Jockoism, as yeah. I like to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's a lesson, and I'll I'll touch on it again after the next one I do. Do you even wake up early on the weekends? I do. Got up at five this morning. Do it's you a Saturday. even wake up early when there's nothing on the schedule that demands you to wake up early? Well, what is demanding me to wake up early is that I want to get my scripture reading and exercise in before you and the kids wake up because then it's done and I can do anything else I want for the rest of the day. 
I just have to ask because that's like that's my struggle. It's like it's always yeah. been I've always been because I'm a sleeper. I've always <laughs> been the person that like sleeps until the last possible moment. Yes. Like even even when I was working at Einstein Bagels, I was the baker at Einstein Bagels or it's just a bagel shop, right? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how many people know that, but I don't know. <laughs> um, but I had to be at work at 2.15, 2.30, and I would sleep until, I only lived like eight minutes away, and I would sleep until like 8.10, and I had to be at work at 8.10, or, or sorry, 2, 2.10, 2.10, and I would have to be at work at like 2.30. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, ob obviously, it's like early morning, but that's how it was, like, with yeah. school. Well, that's, that's what I was but doing at the beginning yeah. of the year with, with PT. I, I mean, how much time does it take for me to get up, shave, and go, like, yeah. and, and be there at formation? Yeah, and that's um, when you would wake up. Yeah, but it's, I mean, to me, it's so much more fulfilling to get my personal studies in. And, I mean, the motivating factor for me, because you said, you know, even if there's nothing to do, to me, that yeah. is the thing to do. I think you on a podcast here yeah. with the Waiting Warriors, you talked about non-negotiables once. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, on Instagram, that, so, I mean, yeah. if we want to go there, like that's maybe my non-negotiables. Like mm -hmm. I'm going to study scripture and I'm going to exercise. Yeah. But if it's a Saturday or a Sunday and there's family things on the calendar or shopping, or, even just not or the kids are around. Yeah, or yeah. the kids are around, I'd rather be spending their awake time doing other things or our awake time doing other things and making sure that that's done. Yeah. So. Um, that, yeah, that's one. Cool. I think you're up. Yep. Um, my phone closes really fast. She has it turn off after like 10 seconds. <laughs> Save the battery. Oh, okay. So this lesson has does not have like a good title. So I'm just going to say it. is that <laughs> you can't always just put a put on a brave face and muscle through things. Mm. Um. Let yourself feel emotions. Yeah. I think sometimes you need to like the the phrase like you need to put on your big girl pants. I don't know. What's like the guy version? Big of boy pants. Big boy pants. I don't know. <laughs> Continue. But like, you know, like sometimes you do need to just put on your big girl pants and get stuff done. Mm -hmm. But if you are struggling, it's a hundred percent okay to let people know that. It's okay to struggle. Yeah. yeah. And to, to actually see that and to answer when somebody says like, how are you doing to say you're struggling instead of. To give honest answers. Yeah. Instead yeah. of feeling like we have to put on some social. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm pretense good. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like when you actually let that brave face down mm -hmm. and don't just try to muscle through it or or even like you still do have to kind of muscle through it yourself but if you put that brave face down and let other people see yeah then i i learned in 2020 that as i've let people see which is like so extremely hard for me um i get better answers and and not and help like but not even like that people have come in and saved the day for me you know mm -hmm. like somebody took my kids or whatever yeah. that has happened to watch them not just taking yeah yeah not just that stealing good. but that because i let my guard down i told somebody what i was struggling with mm -hmm. in those conversations i found helpful answers did you cheat and read my next no i or? didn't is that so this is part of the fun of why we didn't look at them because yeah. that feeds right into my next one. Yeah. And that was that life can get difficult and that's okay. Yeah. Which I think you actually said in kind of other words earlier, but yeah. you just touched on in a kind of a reframe here. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll tell a little story with this one that meets what you were just saying mm -hmm. of just letting the guard down, answering honestly and not putting on the face. So yeah. I mentioned the, the quarantines earlier and I said yeah. I'd circle back. So here we are circling back. Um, so um <laughs> quarantine one in july family out of the house me by myself my units in the field yeah. like it was just miserable was it your whole battalion or the whole brigade a whole brigade okay yeah. so even like all I, well i mean it was a chunk of the brigade okay but yeah, a lot of my chaplain buddies were out there yeah and my all my soldiers were out there at the very least my battalion and right. you know that's my responsibility i felt yeah. horrible that i couldn't be with them yeah um and so that weighed on me. Plus, I was sick, and you were gone, and the kids were gone. I just 
honestly you weren't allowed to leave wasn't allowed to leave the house i mean and so i honestly started to get depressed mm -hmm. and was depressed afterward for a while um and i i was not getting better mm -hmm. so july turned into august august was turning into september and that's when we were supposed to go to jrtc yeah and so for two months i mean life was just I don't know if I would say as far as miserable, but a lot of the days were miserable. Depressing. Yeah, depressing. I just, I was depressed. Yeah. Um, and you honestly asked me, I mean, you asked me, if you aren't, I mean, should you get some help? Yeah. And I, and I said, look, we, again, we got to detach, look at, mm -hmm. you know, take out, take out an outer body experience for a second. Look at this from, from, you know, a bird's eye view. Like in, um, what's the movie? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah. I like to give that example of Doctor Strange or, you know, all of a sudden, his yeah. spirits up is looking down at himself mm -hmm. um reference jocko again he uses the word detach i don't know okay. either way it's the same concept yeah where you become aware of your situation and i said look yes i am depressed these have not been good days they've not been good weeks mm -hmm. this has not been good months you know, yeah. july august going into september is but i missed a main training event mm -hmm. i was sick yeah you were gone you're back and then you're back and forth in school it was the summer and, vacation and you you didn't ever kind of dip when like the pandemic hit that's true you know i like, i was holding strong from march yeah, until this like, point no, where this life okay. was still good yeah. I, I didn't have an initial dip i took yeah. on the pandemic situation strong yeah um but this was my hit yeah. and so i i'm down and i said look when I think about it, though, we're ramping up for JRTC. We're going to go. We're going to hit the box. I've never been to JRTC yet. Um, so there's a good unknown there. That's an mm -hmm. additional stressor. Yeah. You know, if by the the time the holidays start, I'm not feeling up to par, I would definitely go and get help. Like, I was not, yeah. um, I'm not afraid or, or, you know, unwilling to go and seek help when I need it. Yeah. But I'm a huge advocate of trying to figure it out myself first. Yeah. Um, and so what happened was, in this whole process that i also opened up to a, a chaplain mentor friend of mine mm -hmm. i also opened up to my brigade chaplain i let in one of one of my peers here in my brigade who's another chaplain and then um a friend of mine of the same denomination that is in oklahoma at fort sill and so i started bringing people in on it though i said look i mean it was a tight-knit group and, and my brother brian mm -hmm. um so there's only like five or six people including you that probably knew what i was going through mm -hmm. um no and my commander I actually yeah, chose to bring him in on and I and I kind of I asked for an office call and um well we actually got breakfast at the defect um and just kind of laid it all out said hey sir here's how I've been feeling the last few months this is what's going on I'm still effective in my job but honestly outside of of some of that it's just not good mm -hmm. um so so you flat out told all those people I am depressed yes that said I'm feeling depressed huh? these months these days these weeks these months have not been good I I'm trying to do the right things but I just was stuck mm -hmm. Um, and this is, sorry, this is a really long story at this point and I'll try and speed it up, but life can get difficult and that's okay. You know, mm -hmm. I just, I, I am not so much embraced it, but I acknowledged it. Yeah. Um, and what ended up happening at JRTC was I kind of found myself for lack of a better phrase. Mm -hmm. Um, just being in the box was probably the greatest thing that could have happened to me in that moment. And some people probably say that's the dumbest thing anyone could ever say, <laughs> but I mean, honestly, like I got to just love and serve my soldiers and worry about um developing my craft as a chaplain in the field yeah. and like I, I just i learned a ton i grew a ton i counseled a ton um it was awesome i loved it and really i mean to paraphrase scripture and other um church leaders and stuff like when you lose yourself you find yourself yeah. when you give your life to a cause you find your life mm -hmm. you know and that's really what happened um, but that's all because I started with acknowledging that, that life was difficult in those moments yeah. and that it was okay. I mean, it's yeah. the circumstances merited depression, I think. Yeah. At least my reaction to it did. Mm -hmm. I, can't, I can't change that, but I can acknowledge it and then move on. So again, sorry, long story. No, that's no, okay. I shouldn't apologize for that. <laughs> I shared it. <laughs> and hopefully, Good hopefully it benefits and blesses somebody. But that was a huge life lesson learned from me. Um, and a big shout out to all the people that helped me through it. Mm -hmm. um, because it wasn't easy, but uh, come November, you know, or probably end of October, actually, I was, I've been feeling my normal self the last few months, yeah. really. It worked out. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. Good story. Thanks for sharing. Mm -hmm.
kind of segues into mine. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's that sometimes because like 2020 was really hard. I'd be shocked and amazed if what's that from? I don't know. That's a quote from somebody. Um, if like there was anybody who didn't feel some sort of dip in depression and just you know, like it it was yeah. just it was a hard it was a really hard year. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes all you can do is the next right thing. Like I, I honestly think Frozen. I honestly think Jason. that like Frozen 2 <laughs> is uncanny, like the right word. Just that's not the right word. Like it is weird how many lessons in Frozen <laughs> 2 directly apply to 2020 the 2020 life lesson book and it came out like, but like it that's came why you're out. grateful for disney plus yes it came out but the year before it came out just before winter it. yeah yeah wasn't like it like october 2019 now yeah it like it was late 2019 and then by right. march within six months yeah it's weird that's true though Doing but the next right thing yeah but like there, i had a lot of days when we were singing that song <laughs> Tear, one strong tear. No, we, you're we're laughing, but like it's true. It's like true, it's yes. there were a lot of emotion felt. Yeah, yeah, and it was just like okay, like I, I had days where I did not want to do anything. I did not want to do what I had to do. Mm-hmm. I did not want to do anything. I didn't want my kids to be home. I didn't want to be home. <laughs> you like you yeah. like I didn't yeah. just I didn't want to get groceries or whatever or. I honestly had days where it was like, what the heck is going to happen to the world? Like, everybody's going to die. Everybody's going to die. Like, and that was when I was way too sucked in. Yeah, I was just way too sucked into the news. Yes. I had to pull pull it out of that. But like, (laughs) but, but I had, I had those days where it's like, no, like, we're all going to die, which, you know, I'm not super scared of, but just like, it made me not want to do anything. And I, and I didn't even. What's the point? (laughs) Well, not even, like, what's the point, but, like, I don't even know what to do. Oh, okay. Kind of helpless. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, what is the next right thing? For me, normally it was feed my kids because by the time I was done crying and feeling hopeless, they had to eat again. (laughs) So, but, yeah. You know what? Frozen 2. I swear we did not line these up. We did not look at each other's uh Is yours the mother too? No, but my next one is that a patient spouse is an amazing spouse. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I mean, I knew that before. Don't get me wrong. It's not like eight years in marriage. I finally figured out that. No. Um, That I'm the best thing that ever happened. (laughs) Yes. No, but with uh, with the story I just shared, I mean, it, it took patience for you. I was probably not as helpful. There were nights when I didn't want to do the dishes or that I wasn't, you know, up for if we did a, you wanted me to help with a podcast or something, I probably wasn't in the mood for it. Um, but you were patient with me and I love you for it. Um, and that a patient spouse is an amazing spouse. So when we can be patient for each other, it's good. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> He doesn't like PBA, but I'll kiss him on the cheek. Yeah, so that was, I, I think, a huge lesson. And I mean, I, I could also say for, you know, different soldiers and, you know, different things um, that I saw and observed through through the year, just patience can go a long ways in any relationship. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that was another lesson. Take a one. Um... Kind of another gratitude one. I wait, I think I wrote more than ten. <gasps> oh, cheater! One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh wait, no, no, never mind. I was just about at counting. Um, kind of another grateful. Half, I feel like half of mine are grateful, but but I I you learned that like, grateful. gratitude is kind of the fix for bad things um but like i don't know like like there's so much social science to back it up Mm -hmm. and i i read a few things about it like you just 
I, I'm not explaining it very well. You didn't explain it at all. Okay. Well, just <laughs> in your just, head, you just didn't explain it. <laughs> I do this it. all the time. So yes, there is. Speaking of patient spouses, <laughs> this man has to deal with that all the time. Ooh. Where I'm like, I just, I think I have a conversation in my head. You just did. I think the world observed it. Yeah. <laughs> or on the podcast, heard the silence. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't explain it. I don't think, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but maybe you didn't. I don't think you said a word. But anyway, gratitude, yes. So, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but yes, there is so science to back gratitude, gratitude being a beneficial principle. Yeah. Yes. It, like it, Mental health, emotional health, spiritual health. If you yes. are struggling, practice gratitude, which we have an amazing episode from a really long time ago. I think it's like in the 20s um, with Cody. C-O-T-I from Ammo and Grace. And she talked about like how she used gratitude in her marriage. And I've shared online about how like there's the downloads and we've done them a few times where it's like we write something that we're grateful for each other every day. Oh, we did that those? exercise. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. And it like that helps in your marriage when you're struggling or not struggling and you just want things to be yeah. better. But. Oh, yeah. Time out real fast. Don't wait for marriage to get bad to make it better. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm hoping all of the waiting warriors out there know that, but it I mean, is a yeah, common we've, we've thought that, that like, education. Oh, why would I like, get marriage counseling or read marriage books if I'm, you yeah. know, if, we, if we're okay? We're okay. We're going to keep being okay. Yeah, but that's, I mean, stuff comes up. Like, just not just life stuff comes brings, up, but it's just yeah. good to put time and effort into growing and nurturing that. Anyway, that's back true. to you with gratitude. Thank you. It's all about me. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Well, just, just that, like when I'm having a hard time, if I really practice gratitude mm -hmm. and not just like sit for one day and think of the grateful things, but like bring, um, I, I kind of learned about the concept of a gratitude practice and, okay. and something you do every day and it can look in like so many different ways. I've, I've heard about like, you just list five things every day mm -hmm. or like first thing in the morning and lat or last thing at night yeah. or, or a specific journal set aside for yeah, it. specific mm -hmm. journal set aside for it there's like a whole bunch of different journal prompts you can find online or there like i have even found like i guess they're kind of it's technically like a meditation like a guided meditation mm -hmm. and different things of different things you can be grateful for and all that kind of stuff but that is really really beneficial and it's not just like some foo-foo thing that you can no, do. Like it's, it's good. And it's not like, oh, well, I'll get in my head and make it great. Yeah. It's like, no, it's like it is sound science and just a sound principle of that gratitude. It's not like fixes things. I think it just like fixes your head. It helps. Yeah. Yep. Good. Now that we've said that, <laughs> my next one. <laughs> My next lesson learned in 2020 that I wrote down is don't buy into everything you hear. <laughs> so I didn't just hear it. It sounds I like no, no, no. research the science from multiple sources I know, hey, I'm not, and I'm practice. Not rejecting your science and re I told you I agree with that. I you just think it's funny I, that you don't believe in the study no, that saying, I heard somewhere. Oh my goodness, don't. <laughs> okay, so here's the No, thing. there was way too much too much time on that story okay i'll have to share that funny story <laughs> bottom line is i made up some studies about tickling a pregnant woman <laughs> when she was pregnant with um emma yeah i think and yeah no there was sound science me. that it would help her be happier uh-huh and i guess there wasn't science to back it up I don't know. Me. <laughs> anyway <laughs> what i wrote down for 2020 um this is my seventh one don't buy into everything you hear um, it can apply to a lot of things, but I mean, looking at the year, you can look at media and social media yeah. and how many ever resources and you need to really dig into like, where is it coming from? But I, I'm saying more specifically for myself, like JRTC, as I said, everyone says JRTC sucks. It's the worst thing on earth. It's horrible. <laughs> it's, you know, and granted, I, I recognize I wasn't in the suck as bad as some of the soldiers and other right. leaders and stuff. Um, just by virtue of my of my unit and position um but on the flip side of that then you know an approach and mentality to everything can impact your experience within it so 
just because everyone says something is one way, if you go into it with that bias, that might be all you see. Yeah. Um, and so I was recognizing this year that as I go into things, trying to give it blank slate um, and put some of my biases to the side, you know, maybe be aware of them so I can look for it. Mm -hmm. um, but on interactions with people but, or experiences um, or relationship dynamics, I mean, people will say or write or do a lot, but you just don't need to buy everything here. Yeah. So that's my, that's my number seven. Which like kind of goes perfectly into my next one. We need to stop saying that. You're going to stop <laughs> believing us. Okay. No, it's true though. My next no, it's true. one we is didn't, that. We didn't look at each other. Yeah. I, I really, for my brain to be healthy, which is like such an interesting concept that we learned this year of like, if you think about it, not necessarily as like mental health, but like keeping brain your brain. Health. Yeah, yeah. Brain the, health. Um, what, what is it? The what? Brain Warriors Way podcast. Yeah. That was, I think it's a book really too. Brain Warriors Way by the Amens. Amen. A-M-E-N. Anyway. But just really interesting concept to do things to keep your brain healthy. But one of the things that I like realize is I need to pay close attention to what I'm putting in my brain. Mm -hmm. yeah. And kind of linking to intentionality, but like scrolling all like if that's all I'm doing Not that's helpful. and and that's putting things in my brain yep. like I, I don't think I ever thought of it mm -hmm. that way or even just like who you hang out with and who you're talking to depending on who they are that puts things in your brain the amount of news or where you get news from that puts things in your brain and uh like I, I kind of had that realization like in October where it just like clicked mm -hmm. you know and then since then I've been very intentional about what goes in my brain specifically I mean well with anything but what I've really noticed the difference in is with news like I've gotten my news from different sources and um and listened to different people's explanations about them and because of their approach of being just straight like fact instead of agenda driven yeah 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 driven. and yeah. even even if it's just the agenda of well, we uh, need to sell them do you want know I mean? to yeah like, and that's what i meant by yeah. i mean because it's a lot of news is clickbait i can't remember what right. i was listening yeah. to recently that talked about that but i mean our brains and our bodies respond most to things that are like fear or right. um the need for help like yeah. whatever triggers our primal instinct yeah and so obviously news articles they yeah. want clicks they yeah. want reads and they, and they need, so yeah, when you put that catchy title or you put that spin on it yeah it's yeah. gonna people are gonna go oh I, I must know this and so yeah yeah but it's it has been like geeky fascinating to me to see mm -hmm. how my attitude on the world and world events has That's changed, changed. Yeah. just by changing that. Good. Good one. So my next one, setting goals is good. Actioning goals is better. Oh. So uh, I mentioned I uh, a little bit earlier, like the financial goals we set. You know, I, I was very specific on that. I wanted to learn more. I wanted to apply more. You shot for the stars, um, too. With investing and saving and... Uh, really just getting a better grasp on what m money is and what we can do with it. I mean, money is an inanimate thing. Like yeah. it, it can't choose what it does. It only does what you tell it to do. Yeah. But if you don't know what to do with it appropriately, it will be wasted. It will be gone. It will not be in your account when you retire. I mean, all those things, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I set that goal and I actioned it. But there were other goals I set this year that now that we're at the end of it, I did not really action well. I, I alluded to one earlier, the reading. You know, read more. I did that, but I did that to a point, and then I let it fall off, and then kind of picked it back up. And so, you know, setting a goal is cool, but actioning the goal is where the power is. Yeah. Um, and even if you fall short of it, that's okay. Yeah. Because... I fell short on my goals. It's true. We actually yeah. had a good conversation yeah. about that the other day. But... You, you almost hit it. I'm way better off than... Than having never it. set anything, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so that's, I, I don't know, again, it's, yeah. it's a very basic principle. Um, but without having solid action steps, 
Yeah. It's just, it's not What's as powerful. The, the four disciplines. Four disciplines of execution. Yeah. It's That's a, a Franklin good book. Covey book. I can't remember yeah. who the author is. It's not the Coveys, but. Is it like Chris McNeely? It's one of them. No, but it's no. something like that. It's I not just in here right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's in so, yeah. But that's like typically it's viewed as like a business book. But if you're like, I mean, it is a business book, oh. but it has a lot of personal right, yeah, application yeah. to it. And just yeah. saying, like, if you, if you're like, okay, but like, sorry, I said that very definitive. I think it's a business book, and they have a ninety percent of the examples in there are business. Yeah, driven. business. Yeah, and you don't um, have to really read these. But it's yeah, principles of execution yeah. in general, though. Yeah. But just, I mean, it's got some good goal setting concepts and yeah. how to. You'll get some really actionable things. Yeah, that so. actually, I, ju I just know that yeah. that that has been like my my struggle at the beginning of 2020. I was like, okay, I have these goals, mm -hmm. and I've had goals for years, but I just haven't ever felt like I have been able to action them, or I was doing yeah. actions and it wasn't really getting somewhere. So it's been yeah. it has been really nice to having read that book, and then I did the things. I didn't quite meet the goal, but I also like didn't start it right away but but i'm still way better off than than where you were yeah cool beans um how many more do you have two so two? you should have three i should have three okay i am so thankful for a happy and healthy family mm. because we really needed each other this year yeah and i'm like getting a little choked up so like but but by happy and healthy like yes we've had healthy bodies and all that kind of stuff but like we we have put a lot of effort into we are not a perfect family by any means <laughs> but we've put a lot of effort and time into changing ourselves mm -hmm. into helping teach our kids yep. and creating a loving home yep. and whether it's like you think about the fact that our family was home together only like the kids were not playing with people for like almost two months like or when you think about the times where we've both individually struggled and like the joy that our kids have brought yep. like we just really relied on each other in a lot of ways this year and i am so grateful for that that like that that unit exists so to kind of reframe this as a lesson learned because that's a gratitude point but i'm yeah. not hearing the lesson is it that it's important to have an intentional yeah yeah healthy family yeah okay and that it's i think i guess the the lesson that i learned is it's not just you do that because that's what people say you should do you know mm -hmm. what i mean that like you should be good parents it's that you do that because not not like because of what you get out of it but because that that really helps you in life like yeah. you you and your family need each other and it's not just like you have you know you grow up and have kids because yeah that's what you that's should what they do did, or, and that's what you should do yeah or that's what the church and, says or what i mean yeah, whatever the yeah, reasons might yeah. be but like that like it 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 that is what makes life so good good i like it so my next one, I'm going to be a little vulnerable here. Oh. Number nine. Well, for nine for me, I think we're on, what would this yeah. be, 16 as at total? 17. 17, 17 18, 18, 19. 20. Yeah, so I guess 17. So we got four left. Owning who I am is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm probably one of the most, the most uncool people. I think um, you're the coolest. In my opinion, but you know. So I'm still finding myself, even 30 years into life, um, and I'm, I'm learning to not compare myself to others. Mm -hmm. And I think I've probably struggled with that more in my life than I would want to admit. Um, but God made me unique. My mm -hmm. family situation growing up makes me unique. Our marriage, our kids, all, you know, the life goals, the career path. I mean, everything about me is unique. And that's not to say anything special about me, but that's everybody. Yeah. I mean, everyone, if we all just own who we are, the good, bad, and the ugly, like, it's a blessing. Mm -hmm. And it can really help drive good, healthy relationships. It can really drive higher, I guess, I mean, maybe self-esteem, but really, I'd, I'd, I'd rather say self-worth, okay. you know, um, that, hey, 
I'm maybe not the most high speed tactical guy, but that's also because I'm a chaplain. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not you know, I'm not the commander. Um, and but I, even you know, amongst the chaplains, like there are high, higher speed, higher speed. Or, well, I, don't, I don't know what the, yes. no, I mean, is, they, but like, yeah, the, but, but I, you know, I have my blessings. I mean, the, the diligence and the patience and the, some of the counseling skills, I think people, some things that people have complimented me on before um, are a blessing or this, the spiritual sensitivity that mm -hmm. I feel like I have sometimes. And those are some of the more serious side, but then also just the goofy things that I mean, we don't talk about much. That like, you have like a ridiculously amazing talent with wit and coming up with parodies for things. <laughs> Like I'm pretty my, sure I could make a I could make a million dollars off of you. Well, easy. If I'd we like just, to see half of that. Just, if we <laughs> <laughs> we just recorded so. all the things. Like, what did you do this morning? I don't know. You're just what making breakfast, and you casually like took whatever song it was. I don't even remember because you know. just do it all the time. But yes, and I, I mean, but it, to be me and and have it be fun and um and to be you with more people with more people. Yes, and. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I have Star Wars Legos that I bought to play with the kids and an stuff. Advent I mean, an Advent calendar. An Advent calendar. You know, Excellent. a Star Wars Lego Advent calendar. Um, yeah. That. And then, I don't know, like, you said the quick wit and stuff. Like, it's yeah. not very common for me to circles. have it come out in all circles. But an example was just this last week. We're having our closeout criteria for block leave. And so everyone's what crushing numbers oh sorry so so i mean so just a number a of tasks that we have to get done with. it's not just a meeting it's this laundry list of tasks that we need to get done to close up shops so people can go and leave right but what's us that's us the unit commander, that's the commander the soldiers yeah. i mean from the top to the bottom okay here's what the brigade and the battalion want and need done okay so we're all doing these things and i had to do out something that i had to get done and accomplished and you know i was falling short but thankfully, in this meeting, all of a sudden, I got texts and I got folders and papers coming, you know, to me, like literally in the meeting, accomplishing this task. And so right as it turns to me to report, I am like scrounging, looking at my numbers. And <laughs> my commander basically said, Chaplain, are we good to go? Or which company do we need to hold back for block leave? And I go, sir, I, um, well, I would have said this company, but I think we're good. Merry Christmas to everybody. And like, <laughs> just... I don't know, off the cuff. It was, I mean, it was more smooth than that in the meeting, but uh -huh. everyone just kind of chuckled and we went on Yeah. as opposed to, yes, sir, uh, our numbers are, pff, we're good mm -hmm. to go. Like, yeah. I could have been strict and straight on it, but uh, just to kind of free flow me a little bit more. And I'm doing that more casually and more, not carefree, but appropriately in more circles, like you said. Yeah. You know, just kind of allowing myself to be me um, and owning who I am and letting that be cool. Yeah. Um, okay, my number nine is, so like, again, see, you had all these like good titles. I'm just not as good at that. So it just, I think I realized it really hit home to me that difficulties can either harden you or soften you. And I guess the lesson that I learned is that I want to always intentionally let them change whatever I need to in myself to let them soften me. Soften? What do you mean by harden or soften you? I think, okay, so like 2020, two, two big examples, like obvious examples, the pandemic and then everything that's been happening with race. Mm -hmm. And I have noticed a lot of people are like kind of going into two circles or at least they're the loudest ones. I actually know that it's a lot different than what people like yeah. think it that way. And it's like, I think both of those groups, and again, there are more, more than those, but those two groups seem to get really um, stern and like they're grasping on. Entrenched in their yeah, ways. Yeah, entrenched in their okay. ways. And so whatever, instead, so with a challenge coming from understanding you correctly, sorry, no, I cut you off. Instead, what? And well, just instead, not just like entrenching in my beliefs, but I think I really learned, I'm obviously not perfect, but I started to learn how to um, question and 
ask, am I actually right in this? Mm. And, the old ego check. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how can I um, be more active and like loving mm -hmm. through things instead of entrenching and digging down yeah. and like needing to feel, feeling like I need to stand my ground yeah. versus, I don't know, what's the opposite of that? Just opening up and yeah. opening up my heart to more possibilities. Being humble, being yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And really analyzing and questioning, but not in a bad way, what your biases, beliefs, yeah. presumptions, yeah. all of that are and what they mean. Yeah. Okay. And some of them, I realized, no, I think I am. You're on the right side yeah. and you're good yeah. to go. I think, I think I, I'm good with where I am with that. And others, I feel like I was kind of way off and mm -hmm. needed to change a few things. All right. Entrenched. That's the right word. Okay. Shall I do my last one? <gasps> okay. Okay. So my number 10 and our number 18, and these aren't necessarily in any particular order of, of like importance, by the mine way. Mine are the most important. Um, <laughs> Hers would be one through 10, mine would be 11 through 20. No. Um, the last one that I wrote down was that living the dream, mm -hmm. like air quotes, living the dream might not be exactly what I thought, mm -hmm. but it's still really cool. So what I mean by that is in 2020, um, we mentioned how I, I've, I should say, I've mentioned quite a bit about intentionality and goal setting. Yeah. And a lot of that stemmed from a 2019 that was me basically just holding on for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great because day. in 2018, I started to realize my goals, meaning for, for five years, all I had been doing was geared toward becoming an active duty army chaplain. Yeah. I mean, it was like five six years of just school, school work, and work and, and paperwork and meeting criteria and training yeah. and uh, you know army education civilian education honing in my skills and craft and then all of a sudden i became an active duty army chaplain mm -hmm. and while some of the other goals were surface level and you know maybe i, I don't know if i call them vain per se but like if you're going to be in the army there's certain things you might want to do like I wanted to earn a special skills badge. I mm -hmm. wanted to deploy. I wanted, you know, there were, I, I wanted to, you know, earn and pin the rank of captain. Like there were things that I wanted to do. And I was blessed to come into a unit in a situation where I got to do all of those things within like the first six half. months, year. Yeah. No, even yeah. it was like less than a year well, that's true. Um, of us getting you. here to Fort Campbell. Yeah. And, and I kind of got lost. Honestly, I was living the dream. But it also was almost like, okay, now what? Like, yeah. and it's not really what I thought it would be, but it was at the same time. I got, I mean, I love being in the 101st. Like, we've had great training. Mm -hmm. We had the deployment. Um, there have been awesome opportunities. I love the soldiers and command teams and everyone that I've been able to serve and serve with. Um, but at the same time, it's like we've been married eight years now, almost nine. I'm a father of four and just there are also challenges on the family life side and on the career side that I wouldn't have seen. Yeah. That even though I'm doing everything I've wanted to do, everything I like grew up dreaming of doing, it's like, oh, sometimes the question is, well, is this it? Or mm -hmm. am I missing something? Or this is actually really well, hard. And yeah, like, why, why is this, is. why is this not what I, you know, thought it would be? Um, but that's okay. It's still really cool because there's parts that I didn't know about that have been awesome. I mean, I, I what comes to mind immediately are some of the spiritual experiences I've had helping soldiers where, like, I knew I'd help soldiers, but I don't think I realized to what degree sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's not everybody. I mean, these are, there's a handful of these ones that I would, you know, almost deem sacred in that, like, you know, I, I just felt the spirit was strong and that I was here for a purpose. I mean, these soldiers and I rubbed soldiers or sh rubbed <laughs> shoulders, to use the term, you know, just that we met, um, we got to work together and i just so happened to be their chaplain at their moment of need mm -hmm. um and I don't, I don't know how they feel about it but i feel like in our meeting and in our discussions and conversations and you know finding ways to um, work through some of that it has been so fulfilling and some of those other you know difficult days or weeks where it's just you know to, to quote my good friend joe that would ask the question what are we doing like <laughs> Why are we being, you know, tasked this or you know, what is going on or as parents, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like there's a million dishes and there's poop on the floor because a diaper was ripped off. And there's like, I mean, all this weird garbage. And you're like, what? Is this really what being a parent is? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, but then there's the sweet moments, like June running to daddy when I get home. Every right? single time. Every single time I walk Even through that door. Even when you just go out to take out the trash. And it's like, oh, that is the best thing. Like, that is living the dream, right? It's so yeah. cool. I wouldn't have thought that just, like, the little pitter-patter pitter and arms, you know, reached around me for a hug was going to be, like, the highlight of my day. Yeah. But I knew I wanted to be a dad. So anyway, just in 2020, really, as I reflect on it, have realized that living the dream isn't always what we think it will be, mm-hmm. or at least it's not always what I think it will be, yeah. but it's awesome. It's yeah. still really cool. Um, and I'm super grateful for everything that I've been able to do. Yeah. So that's my last one. What's yours? My last one. You actually know this one. We talked about it. So oh, sorry. was this your one freebie that you kind of let me in on? Yeah. <laughs> let him in on a secret here, here and there. But mostly I just keep away from it. Um, so this, this one is again, super grateful. So what, what I got to like reframe it. What is the lesson learned? You can reframe it. I'll say it. Okay. What's your gratitude? We'll, we'll pull the lesson out. I am super grateful for my, uh, spiritual and religious upbringing and the belief and knowledge that we have a prophet and he guides us. I know. I remember when when we talked about this one. Yeah. And that we live in a place where we can do that. Yeah. 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 That was kind of the lesson learned was like how, how awesome it is to be in a country where we can have that benefit and blessing. Yeah. Because not everybody does. Like we take it for granted. Yeah. 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 But this year it all became all the more prevalent. Yeah. In your mind. Yeah. I remember when we we talked about it. And just for for us and our religion, and I've said I've said a million times and I will always stand by it. Like I don't I not that I don't care about (laughs) you guys, but like it doesn't matter to me what your religion is. I still want to be friends with you. Yeah, like, we're all for everyone yeah. believing yeah, what, what they whatever desire you and believe. being able to worship yeah. as they desire. Yeah. yeah, I am just super, like, cannot express the gratitude for the peace that I have received. And the crazy, like, I have never lived a year crazier than 2020. Mm-hmm. And I, I have had really hard times mm-hmm. in my life. This has not been like a smooth coasting of almost 29 years, but there, like, it's like just been a, a lot in this year. And I'm really grateful for the peace that comes for following a prophet. Look, yeah. it's a good lesson. Number 20. All right. So that's 20 lessons for 2020. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. And I think there could, I mean, yeah. oh, there, there could be obviously be more that was said. Those yeah. were ones that I think came to yeah. mind and stood out the most. Yeah. But um, hopefully, my hope is that for anybody watching or listening, that you gained something from these. Maybe some of them overlapped with lessons learned for you. Um, but ultimately, 2021 is around the corner. And there's no guarantee that 2021 will be better quote unquote yeah, better I don't think it's like than the 2020. New um the New Year's ball isn't gonna drop and all of a sudden it's <laughs> gonna disappear. Like yeah. But I fun. I think if we could add like maybe a bonus lesson learned, it's really I think taking ownership of the life that we do have, regardless mm-hmm. of what's going on around us, mm-hmm. um, and making the most of it. Yeah. And that's what I'm going into 2021 with. I've got my other note here on my phone with goals that are already lined up with certain action steps that I'm, you know, ready to take. And, you know, something might come up that tries to derail it. I mean, we're, and we're set to PCS. I mean, there's a 2021 for us at least is geared up to be a pretty busy, you know, crazy quote, you know, I I guess I shouldn't say quote unquote again. I've been saying that too much, but I just said it anyway. Anyway, um, it'll be another interesting year, 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and anybody else out there listening, just take charge of it, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's what I've got. 
Oh, do you have, is there a way that you add these usually? I don't I remember. No, no, no. Yeah, no. I, well, thank you for coming on. Yes. I think it'd be cool to hear on Instagram. I'll figure, maybe we'll just, if you like screenshot and do like a story or something and share what your biggest lesson, I, I don't know. We'll have, I'll, for now, let's go with we that. We want to hear from you. Yeah, I want to, I want to <laughs> hear what your, what your, Lessons, lessons learned. learned maybe we'll yeah. do maybe i'll do a question box during the week after this one has released aired um release the podcast <laughs> but i i i like hearing what other people have learned which is why i like thought of this idea but but yeah i just think it a lot of times we look at 2020 and think about 2020 as like oh Good thing that's over, yeah, or man, I just want it to be done. Yeah, but there's a ton that was good that came there, out of this, yeah, which we just so talked good, about, yeah, just a so portion much, of it. Like so. actual good things did happen, and then just like lessons learned, just because craziness. Yeah. A lot of good lessons are learned in really tough times. Yeah, so. which brings us to our classic ending. Just because it's hard doesn't mean it has to be miserable. Oh yeah. Have a good week, guys. All right. Bye. If you love Red Friday, remember everyone deployed, but are like me and not totally loving everything you're seeing online or at the PX, I would love for you to check out my Red Friday design. You can see them quickly. There's a link in my bio that just says Red Friday t-shirts. There's a shop button on the website, thewaitingwarriors.com, or there's a quick link in the show notes. There are shapes and sizes and styles for everyone from father-in-law to the dog. Enjoy.